0: Today's guest is Jordan Studdard, and Jordan is a creator that I just kept seeing everywhere. He's been to all the 368 events and a bunch of other creator events I went to here in New York City. Jordan works at Media and has been recently promoted to designer, and he has surrounded himself with hardworking and like-minded people, and I've always been fascinated with how he got here to NYC. I hope you all enjoy. Jordan, thanks for uh, hopping on the podcast, man. Yeah, man. Really appreciate it. I'm excited about it. Can we do that again? That could be like the audio clap. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it's the audio clap for the video and (laughs) perfect. Um, yeah. So, Jordan, the I've been very interested in like how I'm just constantly been seeing you. Yeah. In this three six eight space, whether it's in three six eight or uh any kind of youtube event any kind of creator event you just happen to be there (laughs) and it's i'm always just like dude this guy jordan is always here and then i i recently found out that you're a pretty handy guy yourself Mm -hmm. and that you make your own content
1: yeah yeah so i'm doing some videos on my own and um i've been making some for a long time but i i don't have a huge following or anything but i i still enjoy making whether it's videos or building stuff you know out of wood and steel d- hardware and whatever then
0: i I'll didn't know it. that that was your room in on your instagram feed for a while I, I thought that was just like your studio
1: yeah yeah so quick quick plug follow me on instagram at jordan yes. stuttered <laughs> but what he's talking about is my room uh my apartment slash workshop studio is uh it's a basement apartment in brooklyn um in bushwick and the place used to be a warehouse so it's kind of desolate and there's these rooms have kind of been tree housed into larger spaces so there's not a lot of rules but all the all the spaces are lofted and my room is gridded every four inches by four inches there is um there's a line of blue tape and so it's a giant grid going all around the room Um,
0: What, what made you go with the blue tape
1: so i i like blue as a color generally and it's i like that tape um but i've done some kind of blue tape stuff before i worked for in high school <clears> one summer i worked for a guy named Joe Haro, and he um, was a paint detailer for an auto shop and those like one of the things he had was paint and all of those tools and then he had um painter's tape and he could work magic with painter's tape like making clean lines on cars or whatever and so because of that he had a lot of tape lying around and he would make things out of it so he'd take painter's tape and like fold it over a couple times and then make like a little shelf for like his tools or make like a little loop for like his tool belt yeah so I was like wow this like tape is there's so many uses for it and so I started kind of I don't know messing around with it and then um, I decided kind of on this grid shape um, because of um, I studied animation as in college and when you open up the program in animation it's all you have is just a blank grid and it's from that grid that then you create whatever you want. And so I kind of wanted to take that and put it in my room so that it's a space that is made for creating.
0: Got it. Now it makes sense. Yeah.
1: It all kind of comes together,
0: dude. So but I this is
1: we- listening to myself in the audios. It's different. I'm getting used to it.
0: Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's a trip when you first, yeah. when you first do it. Um, so I first met you at, a boosted event yeah at a boosted board event in central park mm-hmm. it was me Col- me call no me patrick i think colin was there yeah. me patrick colin and sam mm-hmm. they invited me to a boosted event there was like 200 people
1: That's a lot of people that day dude
0: yeah and then i ate shit that day <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude yeah I, I see you 10 minutes later and you've got your arm all scraped yo, up in just
0: your... my arm my like right by my pelvis and then my knees just all fucked mm-hmm. and Yo, the funny thing is, it's like there, I was passing by this uh, this girl and and like I guess her her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she like smiles at me, mm-hmm. and so I, I keep like eye contact with her and I smile at her, mm-hmm. I'm going full clip, <laughs> and then I I turn forward and all of a sudden I hit like uh, cobblestones, yeah, and I just, I just fly <laughs> off the board and then almost like hit. a comedy sketch, dude. You catch dude. the girl's eye and then yeah, but then she just laughed itched. and that's, <laughs> it. And, then that's and, and then like that's it. <laughs> that's funny but that was my first interaction with you. And then, and then I started seeing you more and more through three, six, eight events and then all the other like creator events and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh man, who is this kid? Yeah. And I remember like you're one of the first people to like show me support too with my podcast Mm. and the whole me streaming on Twitch and just on my Instagram and just basically showing me love and showing me support. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, man. So like, where did you, where did you, how did you get into New York? How did you get into filmmaking? And like, what's your story? Like, how did, like take me from the beginning and then like to where you are today?
1: Yeah. So that's a, that's a long story, but we, we got time. We're oh, making time. Yeah, so. dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Making um, time, man. yeah. So I, I've always been kind of creative. Um, when I was little, maybe like 10 or 11 sitting on the couch and uh like super bored one summer like nothing to do as a kid like all my friends were busy that day or whatever i'm just watching cartoons and i'm but it's like you're so bored that even like watching tv is like is like boring and so my mom was just like uh, i don't know i was just kind of like i don't know what to do and um but i was watching these cartoons and my mom came in she was like well like stop complaining why don't you just make your own cartoons and so i was like oh Okay, I guess I'll try and so I started drawing like kind of little cartoons I think it was like Billy and Mandy at the time like courage the cowardly dog Okay, throwback for that. Yeah, um, yeah. and then some spongebob and whatever and I just like and then started making my own characters and so from there I kind of started like into I don't know doing more creative things and art and cartoons and whatever Dude shout but, outs to your mom for encouraging dude me, man. shout outs to mom man. For Tina real. is superstar. Yeah, she's the best Yeah, and that's that's uh, definitely something that's like backed me is like the support from her and my dad and both my parents just being very um like willing to support me and following my dreams wherever even if it's a lot of kids i'm from central texas close to austin
0: and so you're from texas
1: yeah dude new braunfels texas
0: damn and you're yeah and you're you're in new york city yeah do you know anybody out here
1: i knew um one two i knew when i moved out here I knew like two people from texas and those are the guys that i lived with when i first got here it was okay. a, a high school friend um and then a couple other guys from texas who are now new friends My um, bad, i
0: like jumped ahead in the story so back, back no, it's to... okay okay so back, i was saying just a lot
1: of people don't make it out of texas so it's it was uh or, out of my area of texas which is um it's very easy and nice to stay there so my parents kind of took a leap and being like okay like yeah I'd go to new york like we're cool with that um but i started filmmaking in probably like late it's late high school it was early college um i got Wait, a, how, how old are you jordan 24
0: you're 24 okay. yeah
1: um and so i don't know what age I was 1920 or whatever but i got a drone um for christmas like just a random nice just a random drone and so i was like I'd, i don't know i'd ask for like a remote control helicopter and then i think uh like my parents saw this like kind of like it's like the phantom one like dji Phantom like one i think like there wasn't even any sensors on Mm -hmm. or anything it's just like the four propellers and like you could strap on your own camera and so i started playing with that and i loved it and then i saved up to buy myself like an actual drone that had a camera and whatever and then i got really into drone filming just because it's you're flying a helicopter there's barely anything cooler than that
0: Mm it's definitely a, just a it's so fun, man. man. It's so fun. It always gets me nervous though, to be, to be honest with you. Like yeah. when it's in the air, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry to interrupt. No, no, yeah. When it's in the air, I'm always just like, this could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> this could easily go wrong.
1: No, dude, anytime I take off, I'm like in my head, I'm like, this is the last time I'm seeing this drone. Yeah, just, seriously. You just got to part ways with it when, when it's in there. But luckily signal strength is like better now and propellers are better motors that nothing else happens. Uh, too often you know, the worst thing amazing yeah the worst thing that had happened was i was in uh did a trip to iceland and it got so cold there when i was flying that it the uh drone just starts dropping it starts powering down what and so it just wherever it is it just starts going straight down and it was over a river at the time so i was like kind of barely able to nudge it over onto land and land it on an island in the middle of this like very shallow river and so it was safe but then i realized like i had to cross the river to get to my drone <laughs> it's in the middle of the island and so i had to like take off my shoes and wade through this like literally the water had melted from a glacier and then formed this stream and it was so freezing cold but i recovered the drone and, and made it um, nice phew, shout out to drones man hell yeah man shout uh, out
0: to you for getting your <laughs> yeah it was a
1: it was a trip but yeah kind of stayed low-key with the drone after that but anyway back to yeah high school they started doing drones and then I wanted to make like kind of videos with my drones, but I realized like all that drones are is just like kind of cool landscape shots. There's no, it's not, it's hard to tell a story with a drone. Yeah. Um, that's where I think you see a lot of kind of <laughs> drone dads on, on YouTube or whatever that like wow, take great. their drone up and fly around their like subdivision and then they fly back down and they're like, that's look it. at this cool YouTube video. And it's like, I mean, the shots are cool, but there's, there's not a lot of, there's no story to it. There's no heart. Like, no, you're not really connected to that person. No, um, it's a cool perspective. Yeah. And that's what it is. It sets the scene. sets yeah. a cool perspective and whatever. So then I got a camera um, and I started making like little videos with my friends and things.
0: What was your first camera?
1: First camera was a Sony a 5100. And I uh, went to, tr- um, had that camera for a long time, a couple years. And I went on a trip to Nashville with some friends and made a, made a video um, which is out there somewhere. I don't know if it's even on my (laughs) YouTube or whatever. And actually I, I, even before that, that was the end of the summer. At the beginning of that summer was my trip. I did a trip to New York. Um, and that was the first Mm. time I'd really been to New York since like middle school. So this has been like, it's like eight years later I'm back here and did, a. Just filmed a video with my phone just was like i'm gonna do it like had started watching some nice dad stuff and i was like i can make a movie with my phone and, and you can and you can it's true and, can. and so just filmed with with some friends and made that and then i was like all right now i'll buy a camera and now i'll start making some more movies so
0: so what did you go to did you go to college out in texas
1: so i went to savannah college of art and design out in georgia okay. savannah georgia okay um, with <laughs> there's the office joke of like I'm not gonna do the accent anyway. Um, yeah, Savannah, Georgia, which is a funny town because it's it's kind of a town of opposites. And it's um, there's an art school there, but yet there's a lot of old Southerners and people who've been there for years and years. And then there's you know this kind of a group of progressive like art school kids. Yeah. And then there's uh, there's some very wealthy people in Savannah, Georgia, and there's some very poor people. So there's a lot of like juxtaposition in that city, which makes it interesting. It gives it a lot of life, um, and it's a very historical town too. So it's like. It's and it's isolated. I don't know how it'd be to come, to go to school here in New York or a bigger city, but Savannah is isolated in a way where things can be created like on their own there, and okay. then you know pop out into the into the bigger world. Versus you're like less you are less likely to run into people that are just copying. I think other work
0: there sometimes. So then, when when did you end up moving to New York?
1: So that was after school. So. You, gra- um, you graduated. Graduated, made it. <laughs> Congratulations! Uh, and dude. I graduated with a degree in animation, Good um, shit. which I in three D animation, so like kind of like the <clears throat> Pixar type stuff, which I don't get to use that as much anymore. But I've started more kind of with this like animated New York City that I've I've added yeah, into man. a couple of my videos.
0: Dude, I like that where you, like you hold your phone up, and I was just like, oh shit, did did you make you? So you made that?
1: Yeah, you can take a. I found out you can take Open Street Data from. <laughs> this is some nerd detail stuff, but no, you can take man, Open Street it. Data from uh google and other places in the internet and export that model as you know a a 3d model and then you can put it into a program i use blender and then build a city um from that then all the buildings are are in the same spot and they are the same height they all look like cubes there's no details but still you've got the city there so the plan with that is to kind of take new york city and keep building kind of my own buildings on top of it
0: whoa yeah okay so So then we've jumped around a lot. I don't know where we we are now. No, So, so you went, you graduated from school in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. And like, so what happens there in between you moving to New York? Like what makes you want to move to New York? Was it like an instant thing?
1: Um, so kind of, well, kind of a little bit backtracking before I graduated, I went to, um, I was like, it's junior year. I was like doing in the animation thing. Um, was kind of into it but there's there's parts that are frustrating animation just takes a long time and it's uh like a professional animator if you work at dreamworks or pixar a lot of times they'll have three seconds to animate over two weeks like yeah three to four seconds maybe and that's and so it's a lot of very detail-oriented work and it was frustrating to work on something for like four or five months and then have you know 30 seconds to show for it or a minute and um when i could make you know, like I could pick up my camera and make a, a story in a day. Um, so I finished junior year and then I'm like looking for a job or an internship and I end up finding one in Miami. Um, at a place called Skyscanner, which is a travel search engine. They're kind of like the uh, the kayak of Europe. So okay. um, yeah, kayak's really big here and, and uh, Travelocity and whatever, but Skyscanner is really big kind of overseas and in a lot of other places and their American office is in Miami. So I got a job there doing uh, kind of motion graphics work and some graphic design stuff as well. And so I moved down there. Um,
0: Did you know people out there or you just no?
1: So I knew no one down there. There's one girl that I knew that was kind of like across the city, um, 45 minutes away and it's like too much to hang out often. So really I was yeah. like, very much, very much alone. Uh, and me and my girlfriend at the time had just broken up too. So it was like, I was just very, very alone. Like one of the most isolated I've ever felt, um, to that point. And so I'm just there, I'm doing this job and the job is fun, but I just have a lot of free time after work and I, the graphic design is nice, but I, I didn't feel like super, I guess, fulfilled by it. So I was like, I need something a little more. And all I had was me and my camera still. So I was like, well, the Sony, Yeah. Little Sony guy, dude, no external mic or anything, just like a kind of almost like a point and shoot uh, with a little better lens on it. And, uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to start making little videos like every day. And so, and I knew I couldn't do like a big, I wasn't good enough to make like a big YouTube video. So I was like, all right, I'll just do it for Instagram. Instagram had just, it might've been the time they just updated to like a minute. I think on for a while. Yeah. Or or no, or for on, on their, the on their post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'll make a <clears throat> minute video every day. And so I did after work, I'd like do whatever and f- figure out an idea and, and, um, make a tiny little video. And that's what like pushed me a lot to like be a better kind of creator and, and to get stuff done. Cause it's a lot of times, like I'd plan out a video and then it rains and then you're like, oh, what do I do? So you got to like adjust to, you know, the environment, whatever, and you have to create fast. Um, and so yeah. I made a, a video every day for like two months.
0: Dude, that's, that's tough, man.
1: It's tough. Hell yeah. Luckily it was a minute. So I had, you know, I was, no, it's I still, could do it. Um, still. Yeah. And I was, like I said, it just kind of alone. So I had, I had a lot of free time, but, um, that's what I was just
0: going to point out. I was going to say, dude, that's a good thing that you had all that free time. Cause you get out of work, you're not distracted by like your friends yeah. stuff to do. So you're kind of like, left to figure out how to occupy your time. Yeah. And, and then you went into like the creative route.
1: Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want to sit around and like, just kind of mope and be like, oh, I'm lonely and whatever. Like I wanted to to make something to, to build something. And I thought that I could kind of dip my toe in it with this. Um, which was cool. I ended up kind of doing some videos for sky scanner by the end of the summer. Nice. Uh, my like, um, supervisor teamer had like, uh, he'd seen my videos and he really, Nice. he didn't he was like dude these are sick um Yo, so, that, yeah
0: that's so important man like sorry to interrupt you but no, go for it. I just, it's something that i keep pointing out is like dude people who like believe and encourage you mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like that's that's yeah. super super important
1: yeah which um yeah he had. he re- shout out to teamer man teamer to live. he uh he's a really cool creator himself he's done a lot of uh like travel video stuff and he's him and I are still in touch today, but he's, he's a big reason that I was able to like kind of have the confidence to, to make some more.
0: See, man, content, but so Being encouraged and having support, I think is really rare. And like, yeah. unfortunately I, f- I feel like it's rare. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah.
1: yeah, You're right. But yeah, so I'm, so I'm making videos every day. And because of that, I had to like kind of efficiency, I had to make efficiencies just of in my life. And so I had to figure out, you know, like how to, um, kind of build a format of like videos to make, how to kind of like make sure that my camera was always charged, that things were always ready, that I had a plan for the next day that I, um, could make things quickly. And so I come out of that summer, like very, um, just like very focused on videos. Like I, like I said, it takes four or five months to make an animation and I had just made, you know, 60 ish. Videos in yeah. in two months, so I was like, "Man, I think I think videos like a route that I wanna I wanna start going." So I come back to school, um, and we have to make our senior animation, which is like a year long project. Um, a lot of kids do, like, two to three minute shorts, or three to four minute. Um, just an animated short it can be whatever you want. A lot of people get a team. You'll get a texture artist. You'll get a, a modeler. Whatever. And so I realized like going in that I really wanted to focus on filmmaking and on creating videos. Um, And so I kind of, there was some leeway in the program on like, it was just so open. You can kind of do whatever you wanted. Mm -hmm. And so I um, decided on a project that would be very, very simple and very easy. And luckily I'm, I'm pretty fast with some of these like kind of creative tasks. And so I could do it quickly and then just like have the rest of the day to chill and just like have open time for myself nice. and so with that open time that i would do i'd make videos or help <laughs> people with stuff or it's like try to learn more about film and whatever and so kind of fast forward a year i realized that i like i love making videos but nothing is really um oh sorry you're good we got to go back um, please 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 i guess kind of one important little like part of this journey is um I come back from that summer and in Miami from Miami. From Miami. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Savannah now. Yeah. And uh Hold on.
0: No, do your thing. Do your thing.
1: I need to I need to look something up so I don't so I don't get it
0: I don't get it wrong. No, no, no. Please be be thorough. I appreciate the thoroughness, dude. I
2: always
0: feel like I'm always worried about dead air Yeah. now that it's happening. Okay. But I'm like, it's all good, dude.
2: Because <laughs> I was yeah, just like, it'll be
0: okay. yeah, man. Like people get so worried about that on like podcasts and like mm-hmm. recordings. But, dude, it's really not that big of a deal. Hold on, Jordan, what kind of phone is that?
1: Dude, this is a this is an iPhone and it has a green screen on the back of it. That's just green duct tape, and then I can add uh... Uh, whatever I want to the back and key it out. Okay, we're back now. Here we go. <laughs> um, so I am back in Savannah now, and I'm like pumped on making videos, and I'm I'm like I'm I can do whatever I want. Like I can make a video in a day. Wow. Yeah. Super pumped. Um, and like boom, hit school and everything else, and uh, slows down a little bit, but pretty soon about a month or two um into being in savannah there it's hurricane season and um we have like a big storm coming our way and so i realized like one i've never been it was hurricane matthew and so i realized like um i've never been I grew up in texas so we don't have a lot of hurricanes that come through i'm in central texas so even less so uh we're usually pretty safe from them i've never been in a hurricane and this one seems like it's gonna be bad but like not too bad. And I wanted to kind of experience the storm a little bit. I okay. think there's a lot of things, especially in our lives now, where we're like not really that out of control and afraid. Like, I think, I you know, totally you can kind of be as safe as you want to be. You can yep. be super safe and not be yep. in danger. And so that idea of kind of going up against something that is so much bigger than myself and kind of experiencing it was was an interesting idea to me. I appreciate and,
0: that. I'm, no, I'm I'm totally with that. I get yeah, that.
1: and it's I highly encourage people to do it because it, it kind of pushes yourself. But uh, I knew also that I could probably make a pretty cool <coughs> video about it. Yep. And so <laughs> yep. Yeah. um, yeah. so I decided to stay. Um,
0: Wait, so were, were you guys getting evacuated, or
1: so we had an, an evacuation? School shut down for a week, and they were like, uh, yeah, no school. And then a day later, they were like, Savannah, the city and i think georgia announced that savannah was under a mandatory evacuation
0: oh shit!
1: yeah which means that there's a lot of other rules to it but basically means that they're going to evacuate the city yeah and you need to get out now you can stay but the the kind of caveat to that is that there will be like no emergency services you know no like police no ambulance yeah or whatever so it can get pretty dicey and dangerous um but a lot of people not a lot of people. There were probably, I don't know, two or three thousand people out of the city of like fifty thousand that ended up staying. Okay. People have homes and places, and they feel secure. And not, the city hadn't been through a hurricane in a while. Yeah. Um. And so I, <laughs> yeah, decided to stay. Um. And a lot of my friends, all almost all my friends, leave. Um. And I. I convinced my friend Jack to stay with me. <laughs> he lived in my house at the time. Shout out to Jack, uh, yeah, there were four of us guys and two of them were out already. And yeah, Jack was like, okay, I'll, I'll just stick with this crazy plan. I think I just kind of overconfidence like, yeah, we could make it. He was like,
0: okay, sure, whatever. Do did you, did you have a plan?
1: Um, so the plan was just to kind of see what happened. So
0: Did you like get supplies?
1: No, we got food. <laughs> okay, food. Okay. <laughs> Again, I've never been through a hurricane yeah. before. And yeah. this one didn't seem like it would be... I don't know some people boarded up their windows but it didn't seem like it would be that crazy okay and so yeah we got food and stuff um but we really didn't know what was gonna happen um and i <laughs> called my girlfriend then too and i'm like hey uh I'm, i think i'm gonna stay during the storm and she says you're an idiot but yeah, yeah like i think this will be really cool um so do it but stay alive <laughs> and i'm like all right sweet um so i me and jack kind of hunkered down and jack's cousin was going to have a wedding that weekend the weekend the hurricane is going to hit okay so it's like which is a super bummer for her but they rented out this old brick house which was way sturdier than our like 1900s wooden house okay and so we're like okay the plan is we'll stay with them it'll be strong we'll be safe um this whole city evacuates and it's eerily quiet like there's just not a lot going on um it, it took like so it's the drive from savannah to atlanta is Three, four hours. Okay. Uh, some p- The people who evacuated, it took them like 13 to 16 hours to get
0: there. It's well, crazy. yeah, of course. The highways are just fucked. It's just wild, man.
1: Um, but anyway, so we're there, and we're staying the night at their, at like th- this family's house. And um, we kind of hunker down for the night, and it's supposed to hit at 1 in the morning. And we're all like, okay, let's see let's be outside at one in the morning when like yeah. the hurricane hits like wow this is crazy at that point it started to rain but it wasn't like you know Nuts. we're like okay we're gonna live through this like it'll be fine so we go out on the street like 1 a.m we got like all the news channels on my family's texting me like what do you you're safe right and i was like yeah like i left the city like i'm fine or it was just kind of being vague about answers i was okay. like
0: but you told them you left though
1: um honestly i can't remember okay i have okay, to okay. go back it was okay. either that i I think I told them that I'd gone a little bit outside the city. Got um, gotcha, but cause I just, my mom's of course. a warrior for sure. The shout outs to Tina again, she <laughs> of cares course. about of me. Course. uh, and my dad, but I knew like, I don't know. I just felt like I'd be okay anyway. So we're there at 1am. We're like out in the rain, the wind and it's like trees are blowing back and forth and it's kind of crazy, but it's not too bad. And we're like, ah, oh, yeah, we did it. We're in the hurricane. Like we made it, uh, we survived. And so then we all go to sleep and then, you know, two hours later we all wake up because the transformer has blown outside of the house so transformers like the giant electrical yep. box on like power lines and it I don't know a tr- branch had snapped into it or something or it just exploded so you hear this like boom like gunshot kind of like bomb thing We're like what's going on and then we hear like tree branches slamming against the windows and then we hear this like cracking noise and like this and it's uh, which I don't know what that is. So I was, um, I had, I had my alarm set for like 6am, like sunrise the next morning. So I get up, uh, and I was like, <laughs> Jack, do you want to come with me? And he was like, nah, dude, it, it sounds crazy out there. And so I had brought my car and my bike. And so I get on my bike. Cause all the roads are, I was like, I think all the roads are going to be shut down. And I get out my bike and I go outside and it is just like, there's just, trees and leaves like you can't even see the asphalt there's just so much debris in the roads and that big like boom sound that we'd heard the night before was actually a giant oak tree that had fallen down like these oak trees in savannah are 100 200 years old yeah and that whole thing had just like crashed in the middle of the street and there's trees that have fallen on houses and and other things and a lot of stuff in the roads or some signs that had been wiped down um and so I'm kind of rolling around on my bike, and I have my camera with me, and I'm just kind of like capturing it all. Because I knew that if I was, that very few news crews could get in there at six yep. in the morning, yep. and if they did, uh, they probably wouldn't want to film till the news started up, you know, at like eight or nine. Yeah, and they have like a uh, whole production, a whole team, or whatever. Yep. So I was like, okay, <coughs> I think I can kind of guerrilla movie totally. make this so I just went around the city, which the downtown area isn't huge. It's a couple miles. So I just kind of biked around everything and, and looked and tried to find what I saw. And I mean, you can see in the video on, on my channel, it's a little farther back. But yeah, it's like the thumbnail is me standing, sitting on top of a giant oak tree that's fallen down. Um, and there's a bunch more trees and things. And I was just like, that was probably of all the videos I've made, one of the most honest where like, it's like a moment where you can't even like, Perform or like amp yourself up, you're just taking in everything.
0: No, because dude, that's a natural disaster.
1: Yeah, man, it was crazy. But in that, there's a lot of people that are like coming out of their houses, and there's a community there of you can of be like, Oh, like we made it, and they're like, We made it, and then it's like instant friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you're, you're all in it together. Um, so I, I run around for like two, three hours and I film a bunch of stuff, and I come back home and I edit for like two more. And I finished this little. It's like a little two-minute video, just me on my bike running around uh, with some music behind it. And I post it. And I posted it on on Facebook and then YouTube as well. And um, I think I like kind of tweet. I think I tweeted like CNN or a couple other news sources. I'm feeling sick at this point. I like took like that's one of the reasons the the night before didn't face me too much is I'd taken like two Nyquil because I was like feeling real tired and okay. so. I'm kind, I was kind of in this days when all this explosions and rains happen. And so I edited the video and I finish it and I'm oh, I'm so tired. So I go to bed, I wake up like three hours later and the video that I posted on Facebook, if I post a video on Facebook normally, it gets like 400, 500 views.
0: And it's this dope, one, that, that's, that's a good amount,
1: which I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I try to make <laughs> them fun. Yeah, um, yeah. but this video had 13,000 views. Damn. And I was like, Whoa, and people had just started sharing and sharing and sharing because this was their home This was their city. Yeah. and nobody was there. It was just me on my bike And so they start sharing that around the CNN CNN Fox or one of the news outlets picks up the video that I put on YouTube and they posted on an article Savannah one of the big websites in Savannah the big magazine had um, reposted it on their site to just as like a update for people and that video starts blowing up. So um, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> because I just woke up and I'm like, all this is starting to hit. So I'm like now trying to manage it and, you know, get links to certain people and, yep. you know, reach out to whoever I need to. Um, and so by the end of the day, it has like 86,000 views on YouTube. Um, and then I think it got up to 18,000 on on Facebook,
0: what? which is pretty crazy. So Hell, that was yeah, like a big crazy.
1: pop. And it was a moment where I was like, okay, like I can make a a big video if I need to, like if I have the right, you know, the right moment to capture and the right place and the right voice behind it, then like I can make something. Yeah. Something and, big. And,
0: and you were willing to stay behind and film it.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which <laughs> may be a smart decision, maybe dumb, but it, it worked out. Okay. Something also to be said about that. I don't know if any, I mean, probably some of his audiences, other creators and things too, but I, made that video it's crazy to think there's an audience yeah no, there's no. some people out there listening dude <laughs> it
0: bugs me out dude it bugs me out my bad but anyway
1: now you're good so i had made that video and the caption on facebook was uh something like um this is the aftermath of of the hurricane um it wasn't that bad but we made it through um or no it was yeah it's like cra like crazy storm but we made it through the news like sorry i'll go back it was like the news has hyped up the storm like way too much uh it wasn't too bad like we're fine. We made it through and like here's the here's the video um that got ended up getting like some backlash and i think that was a reason that it didn't get shared as much as it could have because i made that statement with the video so i made the statement that the news hyped it up. It wasn't that bad, mm. and that night before, we were, had four different news channels on, and yeah. everybody's like, "This is the storm of the decade. Yeah. Everything's gonna burst into flames. Yeah, and like yeah. the whole town's gonna be wiped out." And you know, they're they're the news where they're they're really trying to hype it up for their ratings, but of also course. like you know to warn people to to leave Together, the area. Yeah. and so we all went to bed like. Te- like terrified of you know course. really afraid of what's gonna happen and we wake up and we're all okay and i go outside and ride my bike around and there's some other people that are all okay and yep there's trees through houses which is bad but it it seems like it's just trees through houses and there's no like big you know uh, didn't seem like there was a large loss of life and all the numbers at that point was like you know like one or two people um had to either had drowned or something and that's terribly sad but again like the news made it seem like we were all going to die. And so because I made that statement with the video, I didn't have the full perspective at that time. That was the storm. had just happened. It's only later that people would comment on that and be like, yo, (coughs) I lost my house. My whole house is gone.
0: Like it's who are you to say it wasn't? Yeah. Who are you to say?
1: And that's when I'm like, man, like, I just didn't know, and I tried to resist it a little bit, be like, "No, nah, yes. this is my video. I have a vision and a voice, or whatever." But yeah. it's like, no, nah, I don't know what those people have gone through. Exactly. And I, if you're, you know, maybe a tree came and fell on your leg, and now it's broken, and now you can't work, and you can't yep. commute because the roads are washed away. So, yeah, I just didn't have the perspective that I needed to, and so
0: lesson learned, though, man.
1: Lesson lesson learned for sure, man. Literally, if you're one about kind of you know a little bit of virality you, you gotta appeal to everybody and yeah. two with a situation as delicate as that when you know people's lives and livelihoods are in danger yeah you got to be careful on what you what you say and make sure you know the whole perspective
0: so, of course of course yeah so that's that's so that storm is what kind of gave you a taste of like making a video that a lot of people watched
1: yeah yeah it's like a drug no of course <laughs> it's just like i can't even man, imagine you could that just do like oh, i could do anything now and i knew i didn't get a lot of subscribers or, or people from still. it i mean i grew like i don't know a couple hundred like 100 or 200 or something so it was, it was a lot for me it was a big jump yeah but i mean that was a storm and there's kind of a freak event so people were like you got to be a storm chaser now and run around the country and <laughs> i was like i don't know if i'm willing to do that like i'm, <laughs> I'm still in school but uh yeah, it was a little taste of kind of what that what that felt like. And to be able to give, you know, people a perspective on a city and town that they loved.
0: Your perspective.
1: Yeah. And people too reaching out to me being like, "Yo, can you check on my house? It's on like um like Drayton and whatever street and are like, "Oh, here's my here's my address in this neighborhood. Can you tell me if it's okay?" There were a couple houses I could get to. I got too many messages to go to course. all of them, but it was cool to be able to be there to help um, and to contribute to you
0: know no that's well that's a wild experience to even like go to sleep and then wake up and your video is just blowing up <laughs> yeah no that must be cool that must be fucking awesome yeah dude so so then from from that because then we backtrack to that mm-hmm. now back back to you finishing up school me
1: getting to new york we're back yes. we're back here okay okay yes, yes, yes. so i finished up school and uh toward the end of school i had I did not no idea what I wanted, what I wanted to go. Cause for so long I'd been like, I'm going to be a Pixar animator. I'm going to be an animation. I'm going to be a storyboarder, whatever. And it comes to the end of the year. And I realized like, man, I don't think that's actually what I want to do. Um, and so. I think
0: kinda, that happens a lot though. Yeah. It happens a lot to people. Cause and that's. You're what eighteen? Well, no, like seventeen, and they're expecting you to like know what you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah, like you need to figure out what you want to do, and you need to like get after it. Yeah, for sure. You're under twenty years old. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a weird. Anyway,
1: no, it's hard to do, and I I say to that kind of like chase that because that like because I chase being an animator so hard. Yeah. I got to art school and I got to a point where there's a lot of other creative people around Mm me and Mm -hmm. now I'm at a point where I can I at that time I could look around and be like oh I guess there's some other stuff here and then I could swerve into video which I know how to make a better story and camera angles and lighting and whatever through cameras and lighting in in a computer program yeah and so it's like there's some you like if skills. you chase something hard enough then uh, you know it's okay to swerve basically no um, of course i think it's the kind of final thing there but because
0: what's there's dude there's this quote it's like a fucking it's from a samurai or some shit uh he says like know the way broadly and you'll see it in all things mm. you know what i mean so it's like yeah. it's like you can apply that you can apply your skills that you learned into like anything dude. Mm-hmm.
1: but yeah yeah that's a cool quote yo like
0: it's 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 a fucking Samurai quote. <laughs> fucking forget. Samurais did. are good at that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so I end, I get out of school and I do not have a job lined up. I don't have anything.
0: And you graduate as an animator.
1: Graduated as an animation major.
0: Got it. So I have this, animator I have this
1: skill majors. set of animation and yeah. kind of graphic design and whatever. Um, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I stay in Savannah for a couple more weeks and uh, kind of like, you know, end like finish a month of rent or whatever. Yeah. And then I go back home. So I go back home to Texas and I work, um, my dad works at a dealership. And so I kind of like hopped on a job there doing their social media stuff. I knew I was kind of savvy with that. Nice. So they were like, you can Facebook here, like help us out. So I was like, gladly. And so kind of helping out around there, making some little videos, making, you know, taking photos or whatever, just essentially saving up money because I had had this idea and this, kind of obsession had started of um going to detroit michigan i had a a teacher in college that uh was really into detroit he like loved it as a city and kind of hyped it up a little bit and then as i looked into it it seemed a lot of my friends had moved to new york and la and those places seemed like too hyped up and it's like "Ah, everybody's moving there i can't move there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so detroit seemed like a place that was different and also it is it's kind of barren <laughs> like there's just not a lot going on and there's a lot of uh, uh you know just basically half it was a city of two million and now it's uh like 700,000 so it's oh, damn. M- largely abandoned um which now the city's coming back i mean detroit's on the rise for sure um but i was like i just want to go there and explore and it seems yeah. like a place there's like no creators there yeah and again actually this is probably now that I think about it, it's probably a connection between the isolation of that. Miami was and isolation of Detroit would be that. It was a place that I could, I could probably create Stop. on my own and, yeah. uh, and start to form like my own vision, own style, whatever. So I save up money and then I go on this road trip from central. I get enough money by the end of the summer. Cause I knew that I needed to leave. Um, again, a lot of people stay in Texas, in Texas, especially my hometown in New Braunfels, because, um, it's just, I mean, it's a beautiful town. It's like a, perfect place uh there's a lot of stuff to do there's two beautiful rivers there's beautiful parks um and you can you can live there forever and ever and i'm sure the weather's uh, fucking nice weather's too. great dude texas weather texas summers are hot but texas winters are not too bad and in between is just great so um it's a it's a great town to be but i knew that if i wanted to you know especially hop into this video world and this world of creativity there's i needed to be somewhere else what, so, year, what year was this This is not, I guess this is 17. Yeah, 2017, summer of 2017. And so uh, I leave New Braunfels and I go, I start this road trip north. So I started in Dallas and I had a lot of friends in the Midwest and I'd never been to the Midwest before.
0: Was it just you on this road trip?
1: It was just me and my car full of everything that I owned. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to stay in Detroit or not so if i do i need to be ready so i packed up my car with oh <laughs> i have footage from this trip i've, I've never put it together i just kind of filmed just because So I, I gotta do that sometime but um yeah i just packed up like literally all my tools and everything with enough space so that i could sleep in the back of my car when i needed to and um so yeah just everything and then i i just left um and started going north so i had my uncle in dallas and i stayed there for a day or two and then i uh, move on to Nashville, had some friends there, Stayed there for a day or two, get over to Cincinnati, stay there for three or four days. Um, with my good friend, Justin, and then, uh, then Indy, no, then Columbus, Ohio, my friend Tori for a couple of days, saw the lunar, saw the eclipse there. So that oh, was pretty shit. cool. Uh, which is about around that time. And then, uh, event and then Pittsburgh and then Detroit. So kind of zigzagging up through the midwest and yeah. that's a place i'd never seen before which is a really cool place of the country um obviously overlooked a lot but it's got some cool stuff going on there um i make it to detroit and i have an airbnb there for four days and so i'm like okay let's do this and so i i get in and i'm like um there's a guy there he has a channel called detroit urbex um his name's tony and he does a lot of Detroit like urban exploring, and okay. so basically exploring abandoned stuff. Yeah. Um, so shouts out to him because he helped me like he has this giant map of the whole city and every. Wait, aban- how did you meet this guy? Um, just through YouTube and Instagram. Like I found him on YouTube because I was looking for Detroit abandoned. Then I was like, I have nowhere to, no idea where to go, and like where these places are. So then I found him on Instagram and I I DM'd him and was like, Yo, I'm coming to Detroit. Um, I'm just looking for like the main spots to hit. And also, if you ever want, like, if you want to do a video together, I'd love to explore with you. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, let's do it. Um, I'm totally down." So he gave me a couple like key spots to hit, and then <clears throat> we ended up uh, doing a video. A couple, we did a video together where we explored an abandoned church, which is pretty cool. Um, but Detroit, I mean, man, you can walk. He gave me one spot. as a middle school, and I'm like walking through this middle school absolutely alone. It's a, an abandoned school. Like, I'm in the the gym. Yeah. Just like old warped floors and graffiti on the walls and whatever. Uh, it's, it's just by myself. And then like the gym atrium or like the theater, you know, all the seats and they're yeah. just gone. There's like a busted in skylight. And That's it's crazy. It's crazy, man. That environment is insane. Um, But yeah, so I kind of met up, linked up with him there. And then uh, I knew my friend Sydney was coming down to Detroit like two or three days later. And she grew up close to Detroit um, in another city in Michigan. And so I'm just kind of exploring the city, seeing the sights, whatever. Staying at this Airbnb hostel situation. And I uh, just exploring, kind of testing the city out. Yeah. Sydney comes in, and um, we go out with a group of friends. And one of her friends, Austin, I meet up and he's like, uh, we get to talking. He's like, how long are you here? And I was like, I don't know. I might be going home in a couple days, but I'm trying to stay here. And he's like, yo, we just got a room open up in our house. Uh, if you want to to hop in and like it, we can go month to month or whatever. And I was like, sweet. How much is it? And he was like 200 bucks a month. Dude, I'm like, oh, so my horrible. God. He's like, yeah, no problem. Um, so I move in there. Uh,
0: Solid spot, or. <laughs> Yes. a little rough
1: around the edges, man. Okay. So Detroit, there's a lot of neighborhoods of old twenties mansions. So it's like twenties, kind of through the forties. It's the big auto boom, and the city is popping. There's a, it was called like the It was like another. It's like the Paris of the Midwest or something. Like it was a beautiful, grand city, and like a lot of the wealth of this in the states was like in Detroit. It's almost like another New York. Then the whole auto market crashes yeah. and it all goes away so a lot of these 20s big 20s houses and mansions are like you know left abandoned or whatever so people have now gone in and renovated them so this one the top floor was empty and the bottom floor in the basement they'd like made into a home but okay we'll sketch around <laughs> the edges and he's like all right man this is your room and i was like cool and i look at the mattress it looks a little uh like kind of beaten in and dirty and i was like i don't know and so i i <laughs> pick up the corner and i look at it and i see like bed bugs on one of the scenes and i was like oh my gosh and i was like yo austin uh this bed has bed bugs <laughs> and i i what what's going on and he's like oh my god no way and i was like yeah he's like dude this this guy had a dog before and so I guess the dog got like bed bugs or whatever. I was like, oh, my God. So we throw out that mattress, all the furniture in the room, spray down the house. Um, and now I'm sleeping in Detroit. I didn't have, I didn't, I was saving money because I still had the finite amount from when I left Texas. Yeah. And so I buy a cot from Walmart and I'm like a military issue cot. And yeah, then yeah. I'm sleeping in a sleeping bag on that cot in that room. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty barren. So it was just me again, me in a small room, my camera and my laptop. And that was it. In, so I was just in a stranger's house, in a stranger's house. Luckily they were really cool people. Um, and introduced me to a lot of more cool people. So it was good. to It was good to see. And that city is really cool vibes going on. A lot of creative people have kind of come there from New York or Chicago, looking for another place besides a big city. Um, so I'm there and now I'm there for a good amount of time. So I end up picking up a job at a prop art studio uh, they like if you if chipotle wants a giant burrito made yeah, they yeah. go to this place and this place yep. makes a giant burrito and so i'm I'm pretty handy can build a good amount of stuff so i kind of picked up there and got a little bit of work and made some money and back in right when i graduated college a couple months before i'd applied to a bunch of different places you know i just like i need a job i gotta do yeah. everything and one of those had been vayner vayner media and i i'd
0: were you familiar with vayner media
1: so in january february i'd like gotten into gary's stuff and a couple of his videos and things and started to vibe with it and see because i had all this art background but i had no business background so i was like i need to even this out so listen to his stuff to get kind of tips and tricks on that and i was like okay this is this guy's pretty cool um and so then come summer i was like "Ah, i'll throw an application their way and they had like one spot open for like graphic designer on this team called vayner beta and so don't hear anything for a couple months. And so I was kind of in Texas. I was like waiting to hear back from jobs and also like working and making money. So yeah. And I've heard nothing. So I'm not, I'm going to go to Detroit. I'm going to just figure it out there. Yep. Two months into Detroit, I get an email back from Vayner and they're like, oh, yeah, we're we weren't really hiring then and we kind of are now. Let's do a Skype interview. And I was like, yes. And so do a Skype interview. In this crappy apartment in, in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they liked my stuff. And it, it was a small team of people who did a lot of different things. And so because I had an animation background and a film background and some graphic design, then I kind of fit the mold for this team. Got it. Um, so I got hired and then start date was a week later, week and a half later. And so I drove, I drove home from Detroit, like two solid days driving back to Texas, dropped off my car, my stuff, filled my bag with filled two suitcases up and then came to New York and, uh, yeah. And then started work that, so got on Friday, started work on Monday.
0: So when did you fly into New York? What what year is this?
1: So this is two, this is till two thousand seventeen. So graduated the be at the at the beginning of that summer. Yeah, summer in Texas, Detroit in the f- kind of into summer fall, and now it's October, and I'm in New York, and I flew, yeah, just two bags and uh, and some friends. I that were my friend, my friend Reese was staying here, and I was able to like kind of crash at his place, and there was four of us guys in the upper west side in a very small part <laughs> one bedroom apartment so there's like a bunk bed and then there's a, a bunk a bed underneath that bunk bed like a trundle that pulled out <laughs> and then a blow up mattress and i was on the blow up mattress cuz i was yep. the last guy to be there recent four
0: dudes a, in a one bedroom
1: crazy and so like like i had to pick up my blow up mattress and move it out of the way so that you could open the door to get into the room <laughs> so I got kicked a couple times early in the morning if I didn't move it fast enough, but, uh, not in a mean, not in a mean way. Just yeah, like, there's yeah, like, hey, man, like a bro, go, get hey, out man. of the way. I got to get to the bathroom. Um,
0: so then you start working for Vayner.
1: Yeah. Which kind of, a, I guess the side part of that uh, kind of, you'd mentioned to see me around different things, but yeah, when man. I came to New York, I came here with about something close to like $2,000. And so that was like kind of, um, about a, I don't know 500 a thousand from me working in detroit and then my 500 parents, to a thousand yeah I mean, my parents were like here like you know you move to a big city it's expensive like they got together some money and they're like here's we'll, we'll kind of match you and here's a, a thousand for that so i was like you know, obviously super thankful so i get to the city and i spend uh 600 on that for rent no rent and a half so it's 900 on that for rent and with the other thousand i find a used boosted board on craigslist and i buy oh <laughs> I shit. Buy my, first, my first boosted yeah what yeah so i knew that um right away pretty soon so two weeks in i'd taken the subway back and forth to work and coming from texas where things are wide open texas yeah. and savannah things are wide open you can move around wherever you want you have a car to so coming to new york where you have to walk and things can be very slow in the subway is on time sometimes, sometimes it stops. You don't know why yeah, yeah. I like needed that freedom to like move and to get out and to like kind of mm. plan my own, I don't know.
0: And the booster board transportation and Dude. the
1: booster board was yeah. Watching Casey's videos. I was like, booster board seems like the way to go. So, um, definitely is though. So yeah, now I had a hundred dollars for food for, <laughs> for like two weeks for, uh, until the next paycheck landed. But, um, yeah, it was worth it because it ends up like there's a good, community of people who ride booster boards and yep there's a lot of creators who ride booster boards and so yep that's how i meet you and that's how i meet patrick and some of these other 368 guys and um that's how i meet uh
0: sam is not, good that's good. how i
1: meet yeah sam sheffer and um a bunch yeah a couple other guys who have i've like and like john hit mm, i don't know if i met john hill on a booster board or not that was a no, that was at another event um but yeah, a lot of other guys see, that right, And so just seeing people on group rides or around yep. town. And I actually saw um, this artist in the city, Tom Sachs, on a boosted <laughs> board one time, um, which is really crazy. Uh,
0: dude, but see, like, you're just putting yourself in the right place because you want to get involved with video. And, like, dude, New York City is, that's where it's at. Yeah, It's either New York City or L.A. Like you were saying in the beginning, like, oh, man, everybody's going there. But everybody's going there for a reason.
1: Yeah it's true and, and i think to that as well like sorry actually finish no, your good. thought you're no, gonna you go for it
0: no I was, I was just gonna say and um this area right now where we are i feel like it's just bubbling with like the some of the biggest youtubers some of the biggest and some of the uh hottest up and coming youtubers
1: yeah it's crazy the new york community the YouTube community in New York is surprisingly small. I didn't realize that before I came here, but yeah, it is. There's really not too compared to LA where it's like every other person seems like they got a, a big channel or a pop on in Instagram, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's like there's and in this area, especially, you know, lower Manhattan, there's a lot of people coming up.
0: Dude. It's, and it's crazy because like now you're, <clears throat> you spent, you, you come here with a thousand two thousand $2,000. You spend 900 on rent and then you spend the last thousand on a used boosted board and you work at VaynerMedia.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't going to come to New York. I knew I, again was still kind of against New York, but I was like I vibe with Gary's content and
0: yeah, VaynerMedia for those who don't know is Gary Vaynerchuk's media company.
1: Yeah. And if you don't know him, uh, at least give him a glance. He can be, <laughs> some people love him. Some people don't, but he's very passionate about entrepreneurship yep. and creators and, um, people trying to do their own thing. Yeah. And so, and he's very, he kind of was an early investor in some of the vine people early days and has helped out a lot of creators in the, in the city. And so beam
0: dude. Yeah. He was an early investor in beam. That's right. I forgot
1: about that. Um, yeah. So he knows what's up. And so I knew that if, you know, I could be involved with that, then like that could be an intro in. Cause I was like, okay, I'll do New York for Vayner. And then also to kind of get into this creative community in New York seems like a cool place to be right now.
0: Yeah, yeah it 100 <laughs> percent is dude and the craziest part is like you had that thought and fast forward to 2019 dude you're you're involved with some big people man like and these people like they're your friends you know yeah. what i mean like you hang out with them you don't just mm-hmm. work with them like you you play poker with these people you throw parties and these people come to your parties yeah you know what i mean like they they're, they're they support and they show love to you and it's just amazing how you were able to get here and do what what you wanted to do and and you made it happen
1: yeah it's crazy because some of these guys I, i watched their vlogs and videos before i came to new york and i'd seen them around the internet a bunch and now i'm here and i'm friends with them
0: and they're like yeah man and like that, that, hang that, out or call him up or do whatever that's what that's what made you stick out to me as i'm like yo he this kid's everywhere <laughs> and i'm like oh he's he's everywhere and he's like yeah. Wh- whatever event if i go to an event like dude you're there mm. and i'm just like oh shit <laughs> and no and, and then like
1: yeah when we go talking about is i've I've kind of showed up to a, a good number of three six eight events and yeah um uh i don't know DJI events and yep. other kind of big social events in the city. Sarah Dici threw a, a boat thing. Uh, yeah, her and Chris Hall threw some stuff, and I was at and a lot of other things. And um, I should not, you know, follower count wise, I shouldn't be there. But it's because of you know friends and people that I know that I'm I'm able to, to hop in and um yeah still I still don't know why some of those <laughs> dude I,
0: like the but other... even like
1: like Teamer the guy who um i worked with him in miami yeah goes you know fast forward he, he goes to he w- leaves Skyscanner and then he s- starts doing more travel stuff and then he gets kind of picked up by dji to do their ronin s stabilization video so once he does that then he's you know on the dji list but he's in europe and they throw a lot of their events in new york yeah and so he's like yo i know you're in that hits, community and i know you're you doing up. that hits me up and he's like can you um take some pictures for the event and send them to me and then so we can post them on our channels and i'm like yeah absolutely so i kind of like end up at that event and then people i know it at, at vayner like i was like i was at the sean mendez premiere of 368 because like right yes. when i i was on my way home on my board and <laughs> i passed by and, and i see i see miguel and patrick nailing up a sign against the wall and i just was like oh
0: yeah what's up not again, like on the awning, we're on a scaffolding. You're on
1: a sketchy ladder, dude. Sketchy. Like 15, 20 feet in the air with, I think it was even like super windy that day. And dude. you just got a, a drill into the wall.
0: Dude, this is outside of a historic landmark
1: building. <laughs> yeah, there's some codes that are being broken for dude, sure.
0: What the fuck?
1: Crazy. So I passed by just to say <laughs> what's up to them. And I'm saying hi, we're chatting. And they're like, we're, we're kind of busy. We can't chat right now. Yo, dude. <laughs> Trying to throw this event together. Um, Meanwhile, my friend Matt steps out of the, of 368 he's like yo jordan i was like yo matt what's up um and matthew Legati had been helping you guys like, yeah with uh that event just kind of some freelance work or whatever
0: dude i've been meaning to get matt on the podcast too because he's doing his thing like with a uh, travel yeah
1: him and a friend started travel agency called the travel agency it's like kind of an instagram pop-up slash uh yeah I didn't even know it's a pop. It might be like a solid thing. But, yeah, he's doing some cool stuff. Yeah, he's man. doing a lot of music things, too.
0: Yeah, dude. He's another person I've been trying to get on that I've been meaning to get on the podcast. He's He was from Vayner, too.
1: Yeah, so I know him from Vayner. And so...
0: Matthew, Matthew what's his last Matthew name? Matthew Ligotti. Ligotti. shout out to Matthew Ligotti, dude. shout out to him, man. Yo, he totally helped us out on that uh, Shawn Mendes event, dude. Yeah. He was, was just like... Another able and willing body to just, like, get shit done. Dude,
1: he knows what's up, too. So, he can – I'm sure he would do stuff fast and efficient, whatever yeah, he dude. needs. Yeah,
0: dude. He, get, he, he gets shit done. Yeah, that's for sure. So, shout-out to Matthew.
1: And he's also working the door that night. And so, he was – Yeah, he was. And so, he's like, yo, Jordan. And he'd see me around at some of these other events. And so, uh, he was like uh, – the line was kind of going down um, of people who had, like, tweeted the, yeah. the right account or whatever. And yeah. been signed up. And he was like, actually, I've got this extra – bracelet like do you want to hop in too and i was Damn. like uh yeah absolutely why not why not <laughs> and so i was in that event and i see like uh you know danny Cassell there cool man coffee dan and um willie was there and shout, outs to people, uh, shout out to both those shout out to both those pe- both those have been on the podcast too. yeah man
0: Yo, uh willie was he was just here yeah i just like saw him over at 368 yeah, yeah.
1: yeah um and so yeah again that's like meeting that had been like the second or third time i'd seen both those guys and so it's Kind of a similar situation of like, oh, this dude Jordan is at this event again. So, I guess like,
2: <laughs> you're just
0: being. I'm
1: gonna be. I'll just be there and just kind of be around and yeah, man. Um, and and hang and you know, I think that's a big thing in New York as well. A lot of people don't. It's hard to get places here. It takes a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, and a lot of people want to stay in their apartment because they're tired because they've worked hard days. up
0: yep, and they're cozy and, and they're, they're
1: cozy, tired. dude. And there's Netflix and there's whatever. You get your Cheetos or you know, nice uh, dude, fi- flaming bacon hot egg and cheese sandwich or something.
0: Flaming like, hot Cheetos is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> if I was exactly, there. and if so I'm a
1: lot of people in New York, I think don't they don't show up. A lot of people. Come.
0: Period, dude.
1: A lot of people like don't go out to a lot of things, nope. and so in New York, especially, showing up means a lot to people.
0: Dude, showing up on time means a lot. Dude, you showed up on. I thought I thought you were gonna run a little late because you were doing something across the street. Mm-hmm. Dude, you showed up. Six o'clock. <laughs> and I was just like, oh shit, I was still like eating wings. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I was eating wings when you came <laughs> in. I was like, oh shit, he's here. He's on time. I'm like, oh damn. I'm ready for it, dude. Dude, that's what's up, man. Because yeah. it's, it's uh that goes a long way showing up to places on time. Just that. Just yeah. that alone, that goes a long way, man. Because mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people just don't do that.
1: Yeah. That's true. And, What's weird too in New York, that I feel like that gets a little more leeway just because the subways can be so weird. It helps yeah. to have a booster board where I can go pretty quick.
0: Yeah, but I feel like a lot um, of people just lean on the subways as like an excuse. Yeah, like, Oh yeah, my subway was delayed. For like, sure. Oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. If you got that excuse in your pocket, yeah, kind freaking of out. But so yeah, I mean, it's like that's to that point even more. Is like I met Danny Casal, who's a cool man, coffeeed in on Instagram. Um, serious his stuff has
0: been popping right now serious and
1: i'm at uh, him just because he put up uh, like a meetup him and jeremy cohen were gonna you know have a little meetup in the park where they you could draw and
0: jeremy cohen's another one dude yeah dude. jeremy
1: cohen's a cool dude man yeah he's another guy that i've, I've kind of met through this community and um so yeah danny was like yo i'm gonna be in this park having this meetup and so i just go and i, I showed up and i was like yo what's up my name's jordan um i I work at Vayner um i've made i knew going in i was like i have this 3d city which i think danny could do some cool stuff with with his cartoons yeah. So i was like ah, we'll see what he you think so i showed it to him he's like yo this is really sick uh yeah let's let's try to figure something out and then i was like yeah i he's like where do you work and i said VaynerMedia. media and he's like yo i love gary's stuff and i was like dope come by the office sometime and i'll give you a tour and so uh yeah he did and then we kind of ended up chilling after that a couple times and then Ended up going down to uh, Miami at Art Basel. Now I've become pretty good friends.
0: See, man, and then like, it it just it's just a snowball effect. With y- as long as you're like willing to just show up and just introduce yourself, don't be shy. Yeah. And like, be consistent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, dude, from my interactions with you, man, you're definitely a, a good person to me. Mm-hmm. Like from from what I I can tell. Yeah. And like, what blew Thank me you. away? Oh, <laughs> dude, no, no, and I and I for real mean that because. I remember, out of nowhere, you were just like, "Hey, man, yo, you know, who you should get on your podcast." This guy John Reyes, mm, and I was just yeah. like, "Okay." And he was like, <laughs> "You were like, oh, let me just link you guys up." And you just text message, like you, you put us like in a, a group message, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, hey, John, this is Miguel. Miguel, this is John. You guys should meet." Yeah. And just like that, we met. Dude, John is an awesome dude.
1: Dude, he is. He's an amazing guy. No, he's something else, man. Yo, yeah. he's
0: he's a uh, he gets it yeah like i always say that i always say that about like some some people but like john gets it yeah and like whatever it is i'm, I'm like very vague about it on mm-hmm. purpose but he <laughs> gets it you know what i mean yeah
1: he's uh yeah he's he's a really solid dude and uh he's the homie for sure he, Yeah, he does an incredible job of um one like i think he is definitely an advocate for like creators linking up in in the city and he like wants this community to all yep. be one in the same and also he does a good job of like keeping you know, YouTube life and kind of, you know, his personal life and his girlfriend and that kind of like separate in that they all get the time that they need. I think he like does a good job of balancing things, uh, more than most people I've ever met. So
0: now I see that that guy's up every morning at like five o'clock, five 30, just banging out videos.
1: Crazy man. He, I his, I don't work his exact schedule is, but yeah, he wakes up early and then he gets, gets out to skating he's sco- he's a professional scooter rider um you guys should definitely follow him yeah, john reyes, reyes. Yes. Uh,
0: j-o-n-r-e-y-e-s yeah he's the guy
1: and so he's uh yeah professional scooter rider so he gets up he skates and then he's back home usually like i, don't know, I feel like it's like seven or eight or something and then he's editing and then he's like he's off like he's done and there's i think there's a certain time that he usually is like you know he has dinner with his girl and or just like take some time for himself and then he starts again the next day. So
0: But yeah, man, dude, thanks thanks for linking me and John up together. No I really problem, appreciate man. that. Um he's gonna be on the podcast soon. I'm just trying to figure out a best time for him and I'm like working out all these little technical yeah things. But
1: No problem. Yeah, so, he's a cool dude.
0: So dude, so now you've been now you've been working for VaynerMedia Media for how long?
1: A year and a, and a month or two. A year in a couple months so
0: because I, I saw at first that you were like a junior designer yeah on your <laughs> on your uh, profile and now you're just designer yeah dude yeah for a while congrats an on that, dude. and
1: then thank you man i appreciate it yeah man yeah um yeah now i'm a full-out designer <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> yeah which is which is pretty cool vayner has been a trip and it's uh it's opened a lot of doors for me so i appreciate it
0: hell yeah dude that that's he's one of the biggest names out here in new york city man
1: for real yeah. Shouts out to D rock too. And, and the rest of those guys for, yeah. See, know, that's another guy yeah. D
0: rock. And dude, I saw you playing poker. I should link up you two guys too.
2: Oh, I, gotta, I <laughs> would talk love to that. About that. Yeah.
0: I would love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I saw you playing poker with like, dude, one of my favorite creators ever is, is, uh, Craig Adams. Yeah, dude. He's, he's always inspired me ever since like, cause I used to shoot wedding wedding videos. Oh, okay. Yeah and i remember watching his stuff i worked for like a a wedding studio and i was like Mm -hmm. yo this kid is crushing (laughs) all the wedding studios that i know and it's just one person and he's crushing it yeah and then i remember like he doesn't have like the most massive following Mm -hmm. but his fans are so like true to him yeah do you know what i mean like they're so passionate about him Mm -hmm. and they're all in on Craig yeah, and they support him and 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 it's, it's amazing. It's just amazing to me how he was, he's been able to create a business around like a solid business around his, his name and his brand.
1: He's really good about finding different ways to make money as well. Whether it's like affiliate links (laughs) or Patreon or whatever, he's, he's He's got a smart mind for that.
0: He's one of the first people I've ever seen with like affiliate links and, Mm -hmm. and the whole moving with Patreon. Like I was just like, dude, this kid is just ahead of the curve. Yeah. And, Dude, now he's. And he has like the least amount of stuff that I've ever. He's one of the. He's the person with the least amount of stuff that I know of. Mm. Like, he doesn't have anything. <laughs> it's, he's a minimalist dude. <laughs> like, for real, for real, minimalist. Crazy,
1: man. So, yeah, Craig's a minimalist and he has now gotten to the point where he can fit his whole life, everything he owns, in a backpack. I think one big backpack. Yeah, dude, but it's not even that big. That's, that's including backpacks. camera gear. In yeah, crazy. He just like keeps it small. Yeah, I, I ran into him on the Williamsburg Bridge, actually. I was boosting over, and he was was walking and running. And he was like, yeah, I just uh, threw away four more shirts. And I was like, Craig, you don't have them. You have five shirts. What do you mean you threw away four of them? Like, like that's crazy. But, yeah, he's kind of whittled it down to just what he needs.
0: But, yeah, man, like, dude, I've been – Craig's down to get on the podcast. I just need to reach out and, like, confirm a date with him. But he's one of the reasons – he's the reason why I even have a podcast. Mm. I reached out to him to help me – build out casey's podcast for 368 okay yeah and he was like oh dude why don't you come on my podcast and we'll talk about it (laughs) and i was like uh all right cool and it's just me just reaching out to him wow um but yeah man like i saw you playing he's a cool dude too i see you playing yeah he is i see you playing poker with him brett conti yeah (laughs) i see you like chilling with chris hall yeah uh you know john hill sarah Mm dici And like not to name drop, but that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. But like, yo, dude, these these are you're you're surrounded by like the one of, the, you're surrounded by the core group of creators in this space in Soho in Tribeca. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: it's it's true, man. It's a very, I'm I count myself lucky to call those guys my friends. So.
0: Yeah, and they're um, your friends, dude. Like, yeah. Like you don't just work with them. you don't work with them or.
1: You know? No, yeah I've, I've done like i did a collab with brett like i built him a skate ramp and oh, made a little man. video about it um and then i've i've done some video or i helped craig i think with a video for india and um some other like kind of smaller things with those guys but yeah most of them are just friend. like i've just hung out with them yeah man and that's probably why i think a lot of people come to new york or anywhere and they try to like you know find people that they like or creators and they're like oh here let me collab with you let me yeah let me, like hang out like let's hang out and then shout me out on instagram and then like and hey, then be in my video out, and, and then shout me out on yeah <laughs> or like like come here be in my thumbnail for a second okay bye and it's like i don't know that's nobody likes that so it's like no man they're people yeah none of these guys like i'm not i'm not friends with these people just for you know cloud or numbers i don't get that much cloud or numbers from it i'm there because they're creative people that they work hard yeah and that's yeah, yeah. those are the kind of people that i like to hang out with um so yeah, I think, I think that's definitely, like, not, you know, you you don't have a hidden agenda. Because it's very, it is it is easy to tell if people do have. Yeah. You know, now like, that, especially now that I've hung out with this crowd and seen people come up and be like, oh, yeah, can you just be on my video uh, or whatever? And it's like, you can tell when somebody's fake or when they're genuine.
0: Yeah, like, like we were like. talking about before we started recording, like, working for Casey, it, that's just, like, nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop people just, like, coming in and just being, like, super friendly with me and I understand why they're being super friendly with me, mm-hmm. but it's just like, like you can tell. Yeah. What was tell. his
1: um, formula for dealing with that? Is he like a hard no kind of guy or? Oh, he's just, super,
0: he's just always on the go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just on the go, dude. He's always like, Oh, I'm busy. I'm, I'm running late. I'm running late. Uh, I then, gotcha. like, I'll, I'll take a selfie. Like and he'll yeah. take the phone from the person to take the selfie because it. he knows how to do it faster <laughs> than, than they do. You know Yeah, what he's I mean? taking so
1: many at that point then yeah
0: so i mean jordan what well, like what are you what are your plans for the future dude like you were just across the street doing some stuff
1: yeah i was helping uh helping danny with his uh merch drops there's some pretty sick cool man coffee damn merch coming out nice in, the, in dude. a month or two so y'all get ready for that but yes uh, yes yes yeah i don't know it's like i've got i don't know i feel like i've got a, a solid base now like new york is hard um because it's just especially for me it's a whole different environment so for a long time i didn't feel very like creatively, uh, like confident or active or anything. Yeah. I just didn't, just a new place. And I, I was just honestly feeling really down. And so now that I've got, I feel like I've got a good group of friends and guys that I can call up and they have my back and yeah. um, people I can connect with if I need. And so that and I don't know, some of the friends we mentioned before, it's like I feel like I have a good base. And so I'm, I want to start creating more and more videos and more other things. It's through like a really, um, also through a really fun kind of like art show party event this Dude, weekend. I
0: saw um, that on Instagram. That's just, on the, that <laughs> shit looked so dope.
1: Thanks man. Yeah. I'm going to make a little video about it just cause it was so fun. But, um, I love like, I don't know. I love putting events together like that and where you can get all the friends together and everybody to hang out and have a good time. And, um, if you want to make a video about it, you can, if, or like, if you want to bring your camera, you can, if not, like just come hang out with everybody. Um, cause I, I mean, everybody likes a good, a good party or a good time. And especially one that's like, there's a creative, background to it so there was art at this one and there was kind of a theme and whatever so i don't know i think i'd like to do that more and then also just create more videos for myself we'll see
0: dude i, I love that like bridge couch thing that you built <laughs> in your living room yeah
1: so i, I built this like eight uh, seven foot four inch tall uh I, I know because i had to measure and build it um arch way that kind of connected a loft that we already had in our apartment to and it kind of went across through the air and then down to a ladder it was about eight feet long uh yeah and so people could sit on it and hang out and watch the band play and and whatever um during that so yeah i love building stuff that's what um kind of been like a lot of my channel and other things is me building little gadgets or whatever out of plywood or anything else
0: hell yeah man and i see your stories where you're like lugging wood with a boosted board (laughs) in a bucket on a hand truck in Brooklyn in like fucking 15 degree weather. (laughs) Yeah, dude, in Texas, you just throw
1: that in the back of a truck and then you go, but New York is a little harder to, uh, to move lumber around for sure.
0: Dude. And props to John actually
1: props to John Ray has actually helped me the last one. He, uh, so a sheet of plywood's four feet by eight foot. And, uh, that's really big. <laughs> it <laughs> is, dude. Seen it? And so we had to cut We cut that in half, and then John took those two squares and put them on his, skateboard. his electric skateboard <laughs> yeah. and stood on them as, like, a giant skate deck, and that's how we got it <laughs> home. <laughs> no, and <laughs> see, right.
0: like, it, it, it's amazing how, like, dude, people are willing to help men. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like there's there's nice people out there for, for the most part. Mm-hmm but there's some sketchy people out there too. For
1: sure. Yeah. Speaking of, if anybody's listening and has like a really cool, uh, you know, New York warehouse or dope space, um, hit me up. I'd be down to, (laughs) to do something with it. Um, for sure.
0: Yeah, dude, Jordan's dude, you're good with your, you're you're good with building stuff, man. It's impressive. Cause Mm -hmm. I mean, I like, I'm very, very like, I'm like, I'm rough with building things. Like I build stuff for like, I build desks for Mm -hmm. Casey and and, like shelves. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah dude if you're ever doing well, stuff, still you got this. You got this guy right here. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's fun. It's fun building shit. Yeah. It really is. Like I, I enjoy building like custom stuff. Like there's mm-hmm. no other table like this.
1: Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? That'll yeah, fit. Yeah, you made something that's new. It's yeah, only you.
0: Like that'll fit in this room, like this desk up against the window, they're cut out for the window
1: yeah i remember coming in here when you were first building it and yeah. i saw this weird puzzle piece shape of wood and i was like what is that You're yeah like, so it's custom it, cut
0: it's to fit right up against the windowsill so it's like looks good flush against it but yeah, mean like there's there's something there's something about building shit your own shit to fit in specific. Sp- there's something about building your own shit to fit in specific spaces yeah it makes it, it, it feel special sp- it makes it, it feel is. like
1: it's uh, there's a little bit of bit of magic to it
0: no it is it is and, and you built it you know what i mean not a lot of people build their own shit yeah no. and but it's really expensive <laughs>
2: it
1: can be very expensive
0: like dude plywood's n- not cheap
1: yeah this is more for the hardware nerds out here but um how much is a sheet of plywood in at this <gasps> chinatown shop you go
0: i think to? it's like 56 60 i think something like that yeah but that's ac fur yeah so
1: that's nice but still it's like 40 dollars at a normal home depot or something
0: yeah see it's like it's expensive man that shit can get very expensive but the thing is it's right down the street that's true that's really nice yeah man
1: yeah you don't have to lug it on your boosted board or cut it in half and figure out a way to do it
0: no dude but jordan man like so that's so you just want to create more videos yeah build more things What's your what's your YouTube at right now like your your subscriber count?
1: Dude, I'm just at like 400 subscribers. I'm nothing Hell I'm yeah, nothing dude. crazy, dude, Hell but yeah. uh Dude,
0: 400, is 400.
1: Yeah, it's 400, but yeah, guys subscribe, follow me, like whatever.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to
1: start putting out some more stuff and uh like I said I'm trying to get creative with it, so.
0: Dude, I was I was uh I saw your Halloween video of you as a spaceman and you made yeah. your booster board into like a spaceship. mm mm-hmm. Mhm dude that was dope <laughs> that was dope man
1: thanks man yeah i'm gonna actually this week maybe i got plans to make a boosted board go-kart um which should be pretty cool i think i can get too many boosteds and do that so yeah it's fun and yeah i think i don't know i take i think these videos are pretty good i take pride in them at least um so just yeah, keep I, making I, I appreciate the people that that watch and view and leave me a nice little comment so
0: dude just just keep making them and uh just keep at it, dude. Yeah, Jordan. Thanks, yeah, I, I think we should wrap that up.
1: All right, sweet, dude. Thank you we'll for being that. on the podcast. Seriously, dude, thanks for having me, man.
0: Dude, of course, Appreciate man. It. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and rate the podcast, it really makes a difference for us. Um, also make sure to follow Jordan on Instagram. That's Jordan Stuttered J O R D A N S t-u-d-d-a-r-d and that's his handle on instagram twitter and youtube Uh, and follow me on instagram and twitter at miguel miola that's m-e-o-l-a for updates on this podcast thanks again for listening